And now, from our studios in Kansas City, Sci-Fi For Me Radio is live from the bunker. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this pre-recorded edition of uh, Live from the Bunker. My name is Jason Hunt. I am the editor here at Sci-Fi for Me, and I say we're pre-recorded. I'm actually having to be in two different places at the same time again today. So, uh, so that's where we are. Uh, so you're getting pre-recorded here live-ish on YouTube, Facebook, and Odyssey. And uh, this is also being recorded for our podcast platforms where you can listen to us on various different places. iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Stitcher, TuneIn, Pocket Cast, Spotify, Apple... And since we're playing this back as a premiere, the live chat is active uh, on YouTube. I'm not sure who's around to monitor because I'm out at the Kansas Speedway today. Uh, but, you know, that's that's how that goes. Uh, so I can be in two places at once. And uh, and and there we are. So, uh, so if you are not with us live... Uh, you can still leave a comment. You can send us an email live from the bunker at sci fi for me.com and share your thoughts, uh, suggest topics, suggest guests, people that can come on the show and opine about various different things. And uh, I do read all of the emails, I do read all of the comments, including the, the spam bots that are dragging us in German on all of the different shows. I do kind of have a guest today. At least I got a co-host, Mrs. Boss, here with me. Good. To, uh, hi. Hi. How are you? Well, I'm in a mood. Yes. And uh, the it it's hard to pin down a specific reason why I'm in a mood. One particular thing, because there are so many particular things that have set me off this week. Um, but you have, besides the technical things, the, the little glitches and the machinery and everything that's here that it's got me frustrated no end. You also have, uh, we've had Star Trek Day, we've had Disney Plus Day, both, both on Thursday the 8th. Because someone looked at the calendar and thought that would be a sure, good thing to do. Let's do this. On, and, and on the same day that Queen Elizabeth II passes away, our condolences to the people of England. And the corgis. And the all of the back and forth and the, and the drama and the stupid, stupid, stupid drama with the Tolkien stuff and the Lord of the Rings and Rings of Power and, and all that. And and I look at all of this stuff and I think, I just don't care. And, and this is coming out of a conversation that you and I had after watching the third episode of She-Hulk. 
and I'm I'm looking at all of this stuff. And I don't know if it's a product of age or frustration. The fact that I never actually had my career in the industry take off the way I'd hoped. And I don't think it's that. But I'm looking at all of these different things. And, and it, well, let me... I, I watched... I watched a there was a there was a montage you had the Picard season 3 teaser that debuted during Star Trek day and you have um a little video montage looking back at all of the history of Star Trek and all this stuff and it struck me right there in the middle of that I almost got a little maudlin. A little, a little, as they say, a little verklempt, as it were. Because I'm looking at this, and the thought that's going through my head is, look at everything we've lost. I'm looking at Star Trek as a fan. Not, not, as a, not as a journalist, not as a media guy or anything like that. I'm looking at this as a, as a fan of Star Trek, and I'm watching this. And I'm thinking, look at what we've lost. And I'm realizing what's been lost. And then it has me thinking about Star Wars, because Disney Plus Day, you're talking about Andor, and there's all these different things. And I'm thinking about Star Wars, I'm thinking about what we've lost. And Doctor Who's the same, and Lord of the Rings now, and there's there's a sense of mourning, I guess, to a certain extent, because I you know I I look at all of this stuff, and I look at the Marvel stuff, and I look at what's going on with DC Comics right now, and, and, and all of the different things that are happening, and all of the different things that I've been a fan of for all of these years. And I don't care anymore. And it frustrates me, because this, this is what we do. We cover this stuff. And, yeah, okay, we can report the news, and we can do this, but I don't have any interest in watching any more She-Hulk. You know, I checked out Obi Wan Kenobi three episodes. I'm done. I'm finished. I, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't have any interest in Andor. I don't have any interest in, in in really in Ahsoka. I don't have any interest in Skeleton Crew. I haven't watched. You know, I I checked out a Lower Decks after the first three or four episodes. I haven't watched Prodigy. I'm not excited about Picard. I know Robert Meyer Burnett is just all over the moon about Picard season three. He says it's completely turned around. Terry Terry Metalis is knocked out of the park. And I want to believe it's true. I want to get excited about it. But I don't. I can't. And it brings to mind the the saying, you know, the opposite of love is not hate. The opposite of love is indifference. And I think that's where I'm at right now. Because all of the you know, all of the casting stuff, you know, Ironheart, we got casting news for Ironheart, we got casting you know, this, that and the other. And I'm like, Okay, nah, whatever. 
and it has me questioning whether or not we I even need to be doing this anymore because if if I'm it, I will I will give credit to all of those YouTubers out there that are making all sorts of videos on how much they hate everything. They're they're still passionately invested in the property, in the franchise, in the thing they love, the thing they grew up watching, the thing they really, really, really want to enjoy. They still have that energy that they can complain so much about how things have gone wrong. And I'm not I, I'm I, I'm not even there anymore. I don't know. How are you? Hi. Well, you talk about the fact that we had this conversation. And for me, when it comes to this, because I'm not, I mean, unless we're talking, you know, Beverly Hills 90210, I have nothing that I'm super obsessed over. Right. But it doesn't mean I am not a fan who sits there and can enjoy it. I mean, you can call me a drive-by fan, whatever you want to. But the thing that I brought up to you was that where does that put me? Because, you know, yeah, I've, I've had I not stepped into some of this and learned a little bit of the inside baseball I would be no different than you know the person that walks into the theater watches it and goes out and be like oh yes I mean before before Worldcon you were a normie uh, yeah, I was a normie you yeah, know my nice. thing was thanking Marvel every year for a beautiful handsome birthday present because Marvel movies always came out the weekend of my birthday. Yeah. So I got Robert Downey Jr. and Robert Downey Jr. and Robert Downey Jr. So, you know, that that's where I'm coming from. And don't get me wrong, there's still a part of me that's very much like that. I I know that when I see any casting news, half these people, I have no clue who they are. But I have to wonder how much of it is why they were cast. Are they really that good for the role or are they really that good for the paperwork? And, you know, again, stuff as a normie, I would have never thought of. So it's like, you know, someone's cleaned off a little bit of my or remove the rose-colored glasses, however you want to put it. But my thing is, my I mean, I'm, I'm going on a tangent there. My thing is this, is that... Your, there, your question was, where does this leave you? Where does and this leave me? Because there are going to be things that I, I want to sit and watch or go out and see in the theaters. Oh, okay. And let, how, let how do I sit there... I know that if I were to ask Mr. Boss, hey, will you go with me to see XYZ in the theater? He would say, yeah. Yeah. For the most, you know, because he's, he's, he's a good uh, person like that. But my 
fear through the entire thing is will he enjoy it or how much of him is analyzing the BS that could be behind it? Well, let me let me let me set your mind at ease a little bit, because you and I talked about this a little bit because when when we got into the first episode of of She-Hulk. You were sitting there because I had made a couple of comments at the beginning of the episode and you thought that there was going to be running commentary throughout the entire thing. Yes. And it wasn't. No, he was good. I, he had I the restrained two and that was I, it. I, I noticed a couple of things right off the bat and then I was like, OK, well, I'm just going to I'm just going to sit back and 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 take it all in and see what I see what I think. And for the most part, I think. Wherever I where wherever we end up going with any of this, and and whatever whatever we go see and whatever we go do and go watch and 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 whatever, I can watch stuff. I I don't I don't have a you know, it's not going to be anathema for me to to sit down. I mean, I'm not going to sit there and break out in hives or have some kind of an allergic reaction because of, oh hey let's watch this let's watch this x-men movie or something but at the same time i i'm i'm also well i'm not i'm not anticipating that i'm going to sit and analyze it very much and it's not just the frustrated disappointed fan it's also the frustrated, disappointed filmmaker because uh, the, the lowest and the lowest point for me during all of this was when the second Thor movie came out. Now, when I saw it by myself and I'm seeing all of the credits roll and I'm thinking, I could have been doing this had it not been for X, Y, Z, various different life experiences that had me not go to to Hollywood. As it turns out, I'm happy I didn't go to Hollywood. And don't see, don't, don't I, get me wrong. I'm, I, I am absolutely perfectly fine not being part of Hollywood. And that's something I think about as well when you talk about that. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I and again, this is kind of like everything else. I, I was never, I never had a plan for myself until I got to college the ninth time around. And decided, you know, when I was going to go back to my, get my degree, I knew there was only one avenue I wanted to take. And I didn't care what I was doing in the middle of that lane, as yeah. long as it was in that particular sandbox. Right. Because I knew in the end, regardless, one, I'd kick back in doing it because that's just who I am. And second of all, the payoff is worth the hassle. And so for me, that's where I'm at. You have had a passion for doing this for forever, whether it was going to be with radio or with film itself. But I, you know, my thing is, is I look at that and I wonder at some point not don't get me wrong. I'm not questioning you, but I'm just. This is a thought process. Here. Oh, I question my life choices a lot. I, don't, I don't, don't, uh, don't feel I bad know. about that. But I lived in Los Angeles. I dealt with these people from behind the counter at a Starbucks. Yeah. 
And I have friends who are in the industry, whether they are on the crew for The Biggest Loser for gosh knows how long and being, you know, being a PA and we know how much that's fun or, you know, friends who are actually actors or background actors as they do it. Mm-hmm. And knowing you and your belief system, it's kind of like when you asked me about my job and my boss, you know, how, and there is no way I could, yeah, you may have your local crews like you've done here, but I don't, I have to actually wonder if you were able to do what you wanted to do without actually being within the sphere that is where they live in any way, shape, or form. I have absolutely no doubt. I have no doubt in my mind that I dodged a bullet by not going to Los Angeles. I don't have any any question about that. Well, not just that, but dealing with those who are behind everything. I mean... mean, Compromises would have to have been made, and I'm glad (laughs) I didn't have to make them. I'm I'm well aware of, of all of that. Um, and, and it's not that particular part of it, that particular aspect of it is not a regret for me. I I, want to be clear about that. I don't regret not going to Hollywood. Hollywood, New York. uh, Any of them. Any of them. I mean, they're all run by crazy people anyway. And dealing with them. I mean, yeah, you but, can sit and write something and send it through and let the post office deal with it. Yeah. But, but I'm I'm at a point now where, and I and I've I've talked about this a little bit on the show before. This this sense of frustration that I have that that you know we as fans, we as media, we as critics, uh, you know, the the alternate media, whatever you want to call it, you know, fight the good fight and all of that. And at the end of the day, what what does it do? What does it get us? It, it, it you know, it at some point you got to cut your losses. At some point you got to decide if you're going if you're going to keep banging your head against the wall if you're going to keep tilting at windmills fine but i i'm not necessarily feeling compelled to do that you know we've been doing this here now for well you you started in 2016 so you've only been doing it for six years i've been doing it for 13 and a half years and it is on the one hand, it's gratifying and satisfying for me to see other channels take off and the alternate media become a thing. Because, you know, MSNBC is garbage. CNN, NBC, all, all of the regular traditional media, Entertainment Weekly, Hollywood Reporter, Deadline, Variety, all, all of those people, they're all in the same camp when it comes to politics and culture and identity and ideology and all these other things and it's good to see them have some competition to hold their feet to the fire and say you're not the only game in town anymore or the people who sit there and say you know what fine i'll do it my way myself yeah and you know you've got people like daily wire that's stepping up to do that 
you know, Eric July, the whole Comicsgate movement, the whole Sad Puppies movement, all all of these guys who are sitting there going, you know what? I don't need the way we've always done it. I'm just going to go do it. And we've been doing that here, same as anybody else. So, and, and I make the joke, we're on the 15-year plan for overnight success. And it does get frustrating. But that's not really the source of my, I don't want to say mood, but that's not, really, that's not really the trigger point for me. I mean, I know that, that we're not going to grow as quickly as other, uh, other channels because I'm not taking every single available opportunity to gripe and complain and gritch and moan about something. You know that's it. We're we're not we're not the rage bait channel, and that that has an effect. I, you know we're not we're not going to sit there and go. There are times where we do fly off the handle some, oh. but at the same time, you also give the other side a chance to do it because I've seen, you know, what has happened before on you know like. You've pointed out you and Mr. Harvey may not have the same <laughs> whatchamacallits, but you're still here talking about stuff because there's that common interest. And like I said, I've seen you guys. And it's interesting to put yeah, it. Yeah, we've we've had a couple of we've had a couple of go arounds and, and some things. But you don't but you don't sit there and like you know, you're not the view. Let's jump to a break. Well, I'm. I, I, yeah, you try I'm, to make it so that all of us have a voice, regardless of how you feel. Yeah, and and you know it's when I first started this thing. The idea was to have a, a group of people who could go and, and do various different things, you know, writing reviews and, and doing interviews. And, and eventually we have the shows and the podcasts and the whatnot. And I, the longer we do this, I think the less I need to, the less I should be doing on camera. There's more that I need to be doing under the hood, as it were. You know, the detail stuff and the technical stuff, the behind the scenes and the after show stuff, all, all of the all of the stuff that nobody ever sees. But at the same time, it's, you know, teaching everybody else to do all of the things that I do. And and there's a there's a bit of ego that basically sits there and says you know this channel is here because of me but I don't, I, don't, I don't I don't dwell on that I mean the people that come to this channel come to this channel for more than just me I know that and, and that's how it should be but all of this effort all of this work all of the stuff that we do should get more traction, should get more attention. We should be doing better than we're doing. Well, I know one of the things you always talk about is just 
you know, the content that we do put out, it is good. I mean, I'm not talking about just whatever you do. Um, and when he does sit there and admit that he actually is good at what he does. I'm very I'm good at what I do. I'm not I am allowed to tell anybody. I am extremely good at what I do. He sits there and goes, shh, don't tell anybody. But anyway, no, he is, he is good at what he does. But, you know, at the same time, it's, it's kind of like when, you know, he sits there and, you know, tells, tells all of us here, all six of us here, you know, don't, you know, get out there, share our tweets, share this and that, you know, because, you know, we should equally be as proud of what we do. And I know that he, you know, for everybody who subscribes to our newsletter that we send out every so often and stuff, you know, he did do a piece for because we were at Labor Day highlighting, you know, each of us who are here and what it is we do and, you know, our strengths and stuff. And I just I want to take, you know, I I've I've said my pieces with everybody else, you know, you know, through the years and stuff. Uh -huh. But I, I do I do want to sit and say officially on camera if oh, they're sure. watching. Huh? Go ahead. Um, for one of our contributors, Christopher, came out of nowhere, like he point, Jason pointed out on there, just kind of, hey, I want to do whatever. And watching him and getting to know him through, you know, what he's done for the site, you know, for our shows, his enthusiasm and passion for horrible <laughs> schlock schlock B, B horror films I don't like horror it's like they're t sitting there and talking about the 40th anniversary of Poltergeist coming on I'm like no 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 I saw it once and twice when I was a kid never again sorry so I mean I'm not a horror person at all but you know he has such a um what's what's I, i'm trying to think of the word con, um, con, contagious enthusiasm mm -hmm. i'm almost half willing to pull a pizza out and sit and watch some of this stuff and i just you know on saturday mornings when we're doing a good morning multiverse i'm you know doing one thing paying attention in my ears with everything else going on. I have it up on YouTube so that I can monitor and, you know, all that. And I have gotten to where I look forward. First, the cheesy music at the beginning is totally my scene for his Vault of the Bees, Killer Bees. And what he has for us this week, I... I've gotten to where I look forward to that part of the show because I know that for something I have no interest in, I'm going to be laughing it, at it and enjoying it. So, Chris, two thumbs up or however they do it for your bad film stuff because I think you're doing a great job and I can't wait to see what else is coming. <laughs> with it all <laughs> well i think i think the other thing too is you know every the the 
the goal is to have everybody play to their strengths. You know, do something that you're interested in. Because otherwise, you know, you're not going to be that enthusiastic about it. And, and you're not going to want to stick around and do things. And, you know, I, I that's, that's my dilemma. Because I'm not feeling all that enthusiastic about any of this stuff anymore. And I guess for those of you who are who are here watching and for those of you who are listening, this is sort of kind of a gut check episode, I guess. Uh, you know, it's it's I don't even know if this should be an episode that we put out to to the public that, you know, I, I, think I, ha it, I have I have these moments. You have folks. these moments, but I'm going to go back to the same lecture I tend to give you every time and. I'm sure you're giving me the same looks over I'm there. Uh-huh. You say that. But I think it is something that needs to be out there because the one thing that we do, unlike mainstream media, is that we are honest with the people who pass by our channel. And we constantly are getting those little one-liners from them. I mean, you... You have a couple promos, which I love the music too, by the way. Nice. Um, you have promos of what, you know, they've said about this show or, I mean, just our channel and things that we do here. And I think it, you know, they're honest with us. They let us know what they do like and they don't like. And... You know, we, you know, they have an opinion that we value because one, we can't, we can't make what they like if we don't listen to them. Yeah. And when it comes down to it, we do what we do, not only for us because we like it, but because they do and they keep coming back. I, what are you guys on? You keep coming back. <laughs> well, and, and you look at the statistics, about half of the people that, that keep showing up for this stuff aren't even subscribers. I mean, why? Uh, okay, that's that's fine. I mean, you don't have to be a subscriber to be to, to watch this channel. But, you know, we're sitting there at 20, 25, 30 views, and we've got over 2,100 subscribers. And that's that's... That's a tiny percentage. But it makes it worth it. It's like when we were discussing what to do for tom you know, today's show that we're doing right uh -huh. now, pre-recorded. And one of your options, I mean, one, we could attempt to let me do it live. <coughs> which I can do. You can I've do done it. You've done it. I've yeah, done it as long as I've got my little clipboard of what to do. Yeah. We talked about pre-recording something with just me or pre-recording something with you. And I brought up, well, we could pre-record something with the both of us. Which is what we're doing. Yes. Or we could have no show. And my, I think I sat there and like straight up knocked that one out of an option immediately because I'm... You know, I see what traffic we do get on our different shows and the fact that when with trying out the new schedule for Bunker, that Fridays, you guys are all chatty and you're here. And it's like, 
you want to spend your Friday with us. <laughs> you know, I so, mean. So I'm wondering if maybe it's somebody, because now that we're doing Fridays, because, you know, talk radio, you always have the open line Friday. You always have, you know, the, 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 Caller, the callers get to get to pick topics a little bit more mm -hmm. often, so that has me wondering if we if we keep going with this Monday, Wednesday, Friday thing, which I think we probably will. It seems to it seems to work a little bit better on everybody's schedule. But if we did that, do we do Fridays as open mic, and you know, kind of an open line Friday type of thing? I think we and should let people let people call in somehow and, and do that we can see everything that is being typed in the chat and I mean we figure most of y'all aren't bots yet I mean I don't know after listening to yesterday's show who knows but to actually put a voice to the typing mm -hmm. is kind of cool I mean we've talked to snob a couple times now yeah, so I've um, Mazers has been on. Yeah. Um, I think Cam, I think Cam 1138 has been on. Yeah. And I think, I, I, yeah, there's always the, okay, who's going to be the first in the class to, you know, raise their hand and no. say something. But I think once it goes, and if we do are able to make it kind of a thing, we may, you know, more people may want to sit there and I'm not going to say we're going to have a fight for it, like, you know, when Peter Smetti has his open mic night for three minutes, you get to talk. Right. But still, I think, you know, oh, other people are doing it or it's this or that, you know, and you actually I mean, it takes us a second in the lag for us to see what's going on in the chat or we're having a actual real life conversation at that moment. Well, it's something we can think about doing. I, I like the idea. I've always... I've always enjoyed the fact that we do have that ability to do it, and I think we should do it more often. I'm, you know, uh, and well, I. Well, okay. So, so here's what we'll do. Those of you, those of you who are who are watching this in the live premiere block, uh, you can put in the chat, or you can leave a comment afterwards and tell us what you think. Should we start doing open line Friday, and and just open it up to where anybody can talk about anything you know within reason of course and uh you know set the set the discourse for the day uh with whatever you guys want to talk about i'm i'm fine with that if we want to do that um there are probably going to be some times where you go ahead and have guests because i really i really do better when there's a guest you mean your mood stays more level? <laughs> My, well, yes, yes, because I, I, I can talk about, I can talk about something that is of interest because we're bringing information to the audience. It's not just me riffing on a rant for uh, forty-five minutes or an hour, saying, "Here's what I think about something," because nobody cares what I think about something. I'm, I'm not. I'm not anybody that my opinion matters any more or less than anybody else. No, no. I mean, according just, to the state you know, of Missouri, you get one of my ears. So, I, well, okay. So I got <laughs> I got I got half an opinion that counts sometimes. <laughs> but you know, I I find that there's more value to bringing a guest to the audience and let them talk about what they're going to talk about because this may be something you guys don't know about. 
you know, and I'm not saying anything that that nobody else you know hasn't thought of. I, I'm not I'm not coming up with a whole lot of original things uh, in terms of my opinions because everybody and you know, and maybe maybe that's part of the appeal. I mean, there's one of the reasons why Rush Limbaugh was so successful was because he was saying things that other people were already thinking. Uh, yeah, he's always picking on Rio Linda. But hello. How but can you not go there? I'm I'm not saying everything that everybody is thinking because I'm not railing against Amazon and and hate watching Discovery and throwing all sorts of shade at Alex Kurtzman every day and every video is this is bad and that's bad and this is terrible and that's terrible and, uh, da, da, da. you know I'm not doing that because there's no value to it there's no point to it I don't know I just, you, eh. so I'm going to go here and I'm going to put you on the spot oh uh. Hey, Good night, I'm folks. To. Good night. Thanks uh -huh, for watching. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, I got, I got my, I got, my, I got the buttons right over here. All I got to just hit the button and uh, we're done. I may be close to done anyway. We, we, we've gone long enough, I think. Okay. Well, let me, let me, let me throw this one out. All I'm right. going to circle back to this one, like I have with a, f you know, a few other things that you and I have discussed. And you talk about how your career hasn't gone the way that you you know but you have no regrets because of right. where it could have ended up and such but one thing i have mentioned several times over the last six years that we've known each other good now. night everybody thanks for watching <laughs> i know where you're going with this and you're gonna give me the same excuse every time too much to do, not enough time, and whatever, all that. Uh -huh. And, you know, if, if I need to put something in the bathroom for Just you, we will. Just spit it out. I think you need to start writing again. Uh, uh, and I, I, you know, if you want to sit and write scripts type stuff and send so it to places that might like you better than other places. So I, or have, I have been thinking, and we have mentioned this before, I've been thinking about crowdfunding an expanded edition of The Hero at the End of His Rope, which is a, a book that I self-published a number of years ago, I've sold maybe 15, 20 copies of it, which means I'm doing a whole lot better than most of Simon and & Schuster and, <laughs> and Penguin Random House, come to find out. Yep. Um, but I, I did send a copy of it to uh, Richard Palinelli, and I said, you know, I've been thinking about expanding on this. And he said, yeah, send it to me. I'll, I'll take a look and, and see. Because I don't, I don't know if it's worth the time, if it's, if it's good enough. You know, you have that imposter syndrome that's there. So I'm waiting to hear back from, from, from Richard. Because if there's any interest from his publishing company... Uh, then, you know, maybe there's something there. Maybe, maybe we do, you know, maybe, maybe I take some time and expand that story and I have a book that comes out from, 
you know, I think it's was it Tuscany Bay Press or something? I'm not, I gotta go back and look. But and I know uh, that's something you and I have talked about doing. You know, yeah. you doing and stuff. But what about new material? I mean, you had a a short story at one point that you let me read. I mean, there's yeah. your mind is f- your mind is cluttered. I have I have. I have some ideas. I don't know that it's worth it, though. But you don't know unless you try. Yeah. And see, there, there, and there we go, not, guys. And look, and it's not, it's not, it's not any kind of, you know, fear of rejection. I'm not good enough, or anything. It's the well. Mm-hmm. I don't want to mm-hmm. get into it. It's mm-hmm. just it. It's. This is what we get into. It's. Well, no, because Im- imposter syndrome is one thing, and I do have that. Everybody has it. Any, anybody that's got any kind of a creative bone in their body has imposter syndrome at some point. It's the... I, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know that it's worth it. You know, it's, it, that's, that's how burned out I am but on, th- on everything. My you know? my thing is this, though, is that you say it's not worth it and you see everything else that's going around and going on. And you know what? I mean, yeah, you may not be a New York Times bestseller or whatever oh, like that. But there's but there's going to be those out there who will find it and be Maybe. thankful for you know, something different. And, you know, if you if you just don't because you don't know if it's worth it, isn't that just going with the rest of everybody else? No, it's just it's thing? just deciding it's just deciding not to put in the effort. But why not? Uh, nah, uh, mm-hmm. Anyway, now that we've lost everybody who's who's uh, had any kind of interest at all in the show, because uh, I'm sure that nobody's watching by now. Uh, we will we will close out. Don't forget, uh, Good Morning Multiverse on Saturday. We are going to be doing an evening edition this week. So 6 p.m. Eastern, 5 Central, not Saturday morning. Because all of Friday, I'm out of the Kansas Speedway. And so that's cutting into our prep time. So we're going to do Good Morning Multiverse. We're going to do Good Evening Multiverse. On Saturday, so 6 p.m. Eastern, 5 Central, not Saturday morning. So everything there. And then I'm not sure what we're going to be doing with Salacious Crumbs at Triple Bites this week because we had Star Wars Day, we had Disney Plus Day, we had a bunch of stuff that comes out. Mm, no, we didn't so, have Star Wars Day. We have D23 starting tomorrow. No, I mean, we had Star Trek Day. Yeah, and then and you said Star had, Wars Day. Well, we had we had Disney Plus, Disney Plus Day today, and yeah. then like I so said, tomorrow stuff, is D twenty three. So we'll we'll figure out what we're doing with with Salacious Crumbs and Triple Bites this week. So uh, so connect on all of our socials on some of our socials. Pick one. I don't care. It's it's you know there are ten of them there. To choose from. I uh, mentioned the newsletter earlier. You can sign up for that, and uh, there's a link. All of these links are in our in our notes. And, uh, you know, hopefully we haven't we haven't burned any bridges and turned everybody away. And they all decide that we're we're not worth the time anymore because this this episode is not your typical episode of the show. Um, I'm just I'm just feeling a little I'm feeling a little burned out and 
frustrated and it's not anything to do with the people who keep coming back to watch the show you guys are great i i appreciate all of the time and the attention that you all give to this channel uh i wish there were more of you because you know you obviously find something of value here and i appreciate you keep coming back so we definitely appreciate you guys and look forward to it. All that having been said, I'm gonna, we're going to close out. Thanks very much for being here, folks. Uh, remember, there are four lights. Bye. This has been a presentation of Sci-Fi For Me Radio. Copyright 2022 by Flaming Dog Media, LLC. All rights reserved. No portion of this program may be retransmitted without the express written consent of Flaming Dog Media.